good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice and I have been talking a lot about prayer in our private devotions. And last week I, I shared with you on Noah's Window uh, how I felt about desperation prayer. Many of you have responded back and I'm grateful for that. A lot of our prayers are based in desperation. And as I shared with you last week, I think sometimes it actually makes faith easier when we know that we have nothing to fall back on except for the grace of God. Today, though, I want to talk about something that I guess uh, we probably talk just about every day on Noah's window about, and that is, what? how do we look at it when we pray and God doesn't answer our prayer the way we want him to, or he doesn't answer it in the time uh, we want him to answer it the way we want him to? You know, the truth is, it's important for us to understand that when we pray, that God sees a big picture that we can't see. There's so much of time and eternity in the world that's blued out to us. God sees all that. He sees the future. He sees much more than we can see. I remember, I think back in 2004, I did a series on what we call the Lord's Prayer. And I took it phrase by phrase. And, and I took that little phrase in heaven, you know, our Father in heaven. And I, I built a whole message around that in heaven because before we get into the rest of the Lord's Prayer, we're reminded that that's where the Lord is. And being in heaven, he can see things from a vantage point that, that we can't see them from. But in any event, let's go back to that question. What happens when we pray for something and God doesn't answer our prayer uh, the way we want him to and the time that we want him to answer it? And I, first of all, I just want you to understand, this is a question for me too. I, I, prayer is such an interesting exercise. There are times I pray and then God answers the prayer just almost immediately. And then there are times I pray and I pray and I pray and days and months and sometimes years go by and I don't see an answer to prayer. Well, I just wanna point out that that's not an experience that's just um, in our lives. One of the greatest people who ever lived was Paul. I think he may have been the greatest Christian uh, in the history of the church, at least that we know about. And yet when Paul is closing out the book of 2 Corinthians, he writes to the people at Corinth that Paul had a personal prayer need that had to do with something in his life that was painful and that God didn't answer it the way he wanted him to. In, in 2 Corinthians 12, and you can read the whole chapter and maybe get more of the context, but Paul talked about something that went wrong in his life that became, here's Paul's expression, a thorn in the flesh. Well, if you had something sticking you in your skin and you felt it, maybe you have a, a, a thorn in your foot or just anywhere on your body, it's constant pain. And, and every day, all day long, you feel that pain. So whatever, whatever was in Paul's life, it was this constant pain. That's uh, in verse seven. He said, I had a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to, to beat me up, is what he said. And I think that there are many of us who can find commonality with Paul because there's something wrong in our lives and we have a sense that Satan is just coming against us and it, it bothers us all the time and it, it is it feels like a messenger of Satan now it's interesting what happens next he said three different times I begged the Lord to take it away well, I think Paul prayed all the time but he indicated there were three seasons in his life in which he begged God to deal with this problem but he went on to say each time he said, now in, in my Bible, 
the next letters are in red, which indicates that they come from the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, God said, Jesus said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Here's what I do know. When I pray from my heart in faith and I ask God to fix something and he doesn't fix it the way I want him to fix it in the time that I want him to fix it in, I know several things. I know first off that God loves me. And I know Romans 8.28 is true. In all things, God works for good. So I know he loves me. It probably has something to do with his timing. God's timing is always perfect. And thirdly, it may have to do with the fact that God can see more than we can see. Sometime back, Mary Alice and I were flying home to Wichita. And you, you know how the weather can be here in Wichita. We had a pretty uneventful flight until we got about 10 miles outside of Wichita. And I could tell that we were flying into a storm. And it, the air was getting choppy and the plane was dancing around, but the pilot was bringing it in. And, and we were, you know, if you fly into Wichita, you know what it's like when the pilot swings it around to the north and you come in and you're coming over Kellogg you're lining up with the runway. And the pilot, I mean, I could see, we were, we were basically coming across Kellogg. I could see the lights, but the air was getting, getting choppier. And all of a sudden I felt the plane do something I've never felt before. It's like the nose of the plane went almost straight up. And we, I mean, we, we, we were just going straight up uh, almost. And clearly the pilot had aborted the landing a few minutes later, the pilot said, we're going to Tulsa. I didn't want to go to Tulsa. I wanted to get home. I had a dozen reasons of wanting to get home. I, want, I didn't want to go to Tulsa, but the pilot went on to explain that we had gotten into wind shear. A wind shear is one of the most dangerous things that can happen on approach for an aircraft. In fact, there was a huge plane crash, I think back in 1985 in Dallas, a big Delta plane got into wind shear and crashed there. A lot of people were killed. The pilot said wind shear was in the area and consequently we were flying to Tulsa. And that night in the airplane, I thought, well, that's the way a lot of my prayers have been. I, I don't want to go to Tulsa. I don't want God to answer my prayer the way I want him to answer it. And yet from the cockpit, he said, we're going to Tulsa. You know, that pilot could see what I couldn't see. And the pilot understood the plane far better than I understand the plane. He had experience with those things and he was he was for my good saying, we need to go to Tulsa. Well, if you're going through a difficult time today and you've prayed in faith and God is not answering your prayer yet, you know he loves you. You may need to go to Tulsa. He has a perfect plan. And in his perfect plan, it'll make sense someday. Maybe it'll be when we get to heaven, but it will make sense. Our God loves us and his, his prayers are always answered according to his divine wisdom, which is far better than ours. Let's pray. Father, thank you for what we've seen today in your word and how even when you don't answer our prayers the way we want them to in the time we want you to answer them, we know that you hear our prayers and that you're working all things for our good. We trust you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on on uh, Noah's window. I almost said Answers for Life. That was an old television broadcast that we had a long time ago. Every once in a while, the brain just kind of misfires. But thank you for watching us today on Noah's window. Mary Alice and I'll be back tomorrow.